On today's Daily Slab, we're going to be looking at Christian Yelge's Big Weekend, an interesting inscription on a card, and deceptive stats that don't tell the whole story. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's Daily Slab. Welcome everyone to the Daily Slab. I am Nate, and your trender for today is Christian Yelge. So you can be forgiven if you did not watch the Royals-Brewers series over the weekend. After all, it's kind of two boring-ish teams. I'm a Brewers fan and still not the most exciting team in the world to watch. And the Royals definitely aren't an exciting team to watch. And yet, if you didn't watch it, you may have missed Christian Yelich looked like he was rounding back into form. So we entered the weekend... Uh, on Friday, we're considering Friday to be part of the weekend here, and he ended this weekend with a 687 OPS, or a 678 OPS. He exited the weekend with a 771 OPS. He hit three home runs. He had multiple hits in every game. He even added a couple of stolen bases in the weekend series against the Royals. Not only that, all his home runs came at big times. They tied up the game every single home run. All of them went over 105 miles per hour in exit velocity, including a 110 mile per hour and 113 mile per hour uh, exit velocity home runs. And he pulled two of them. And the reason that's big news is because if you've watched Yelich hit in the last year or so, he was struggling to pull the ball, especially for power. Most of his home runs were coming opposite field. So to see Yelich actually pulling the ball is big, big news. And so... I'm a Brewers fan, but I'm saying to myself, is Yelich back? Can we rely on Yelich to be the $26, $28 million man we need him to be since we're paying him all this money? And of course, it's against the Royals. They don't have the best pitching. He goes up against the Cardinals the next game, and he loses a couple points on his OPS, 765. But still, considering where he was at on Thursday of 678 OPS to after Monday, a 765 OPS, we'll take it. And we will hope to keep building from there. And the other thing that hopes to keep building is his card sales. So you have the graph here on the screen. It says negative 69% in the last year. Down 26 bucks. the last sale coming in at $12 or $11.50. Well, there has now been one more sale since this graph was made. Um, and it came in at $17. So it's no, still not up where other sales have been. But it is trending in the right direction, even though it's still under 20 bucks. Could be a cheap buy if you think he is coming back and turning a corner, or obviously could be fool's gold. As a Brewers fan, I'm hoping he turns the corner. Everyone else, I'm sure, assumes it is fool's gold. All right, moving on to our post of the day. And if you are watching this, I assume that you have probably seen this somewhere but Victor Weminyamba, he had a post with, well, Michael Rubin had a post. But Victor Weminyamba was in it, holding up a green Bowman University Auto, Bowman Chrome University Auto, with the inscription, first signed card. Uh, normally, you know, you inscribe a 101. Well, it's 101. It's going to be valuable anyways. You inscribe a, out of five red, it's going to be valuable anyways. But you inscribe a green re, um, green hobby, or green hobby, green retail, a green card, green out of 99, which is supposed to be a retail-only parallel, at least it is in Bowman Baseball, and if it is in Bowman University, this is a stroke of genius for Fanatics, for Michael Rubin, for Victor Weminyamba, because 
all of a sudden this card right here is going to be a holy grail for Victor Wembanyama collectors. They are going to want it, and they're going to want it bad. Now, who is a Victor Wembanyama collector? I don't know yet. We will find out when uh, Bowman Inception and Bowman Chrome University come out and see uh, who starts collecting him hardcore, because those are the people that are going to want to, going to want this card, especially after he is the number one draft pick in NBA this upcoming season. So I'll be curious to see if this card surfaces, after all, if it is in retail only. That's a lot of blaster boxes to go through before somebody might find it. So we'll see. But I imagine if there is this chase in retail that people, even somebody like myself that isn't really into the college sports card scene, if I see a Bowman University blaster sitting on a shelf somewhere, I'll probably buy it. I'll probably rip it. Just on the off chance I hit this card and all of a sudden, you know, what is it going to be? 50000 I I could see it happening with this inscription. Somebody will have to have it. So uh, let me know what you think about this. And especially not only the inscription on the card, which is obviously cool, but the fact that it's on a green as opposed to being on a red or a super or something like that. And then lastly, in what's hot, what's not, we've got this little uh, Instagram uh, post from MLB that Aaron shared with me earlier today, or earlier yesterday. And it's a post of Isturi Ruiz, and it says, first player, or on pace to become the first player to steal 60 or more bases since 2017. And with a lot of us being busy with our days, whether you are working or going to school, or uh, being a parent, or working and being a parent, and cooking and cleaning and everything like that, a lot of times, the sports information you see is little tidbits like this, where you don't have time to go check out the rest of Asturi Ruiz's profile, but you can see, oh, he's on pace for 60-plus stolen bases. He must be doing really well. I, I mean, on, on its head, you would see that, and you would say, if you're stealing 60-plus bases, you must be doing well. That's just how it goes. A guy gets that many stole, stolen bases... He must be a star, or he must be doing a lot better than I expected, at the very least, right? And so Aaron sent this to me, and he said, oh, at least we got William Contreras out of it, who's doing well. But, you know, this kind of stinks. All the all the uh, Brewers outfield injuries, you know, you could use somebody like Esther Ruiz. And I responded with, too bad, he's on pace for less than one B-War in a season. And the reason I knew that was because I read a Fangraphs article about him, about William Contreras, and about... Um, uh, Sean Murphy, right? And they're comparing them, and they're basically saying, you know, Esther Ruiz, he has not held up his end of the bargain, but he is much younger than the other two, so he has time. So I knew he hadn't been doing very well, so I look it up and find out he's been worth 0.2 baseball reference wins above replacement. We are a fourth of the way done with the season, which means he is on pace for less than one win above replacement on the season, despite having 60 stolen bases. And so this is where you can get deceived by stats, and this is where, not that MLB was trying to deceive you or anything, but you can be deceived by stats, and people can make stats work for them for their argument, especially if they know you're only going to see it in little bits and pieces and not be able to have the time to do the rest of the research, because who really is going out there and researching history reads? You'll see a little piece, you'll say, oh, and next time you see a card, you say, oh, well, he's on pace for 60 or stolen bases, maybe I should buy a card, Right? And it's just those little things where it's like, 
boom to boom. Not a huge decision. Maybe it's a $5 card, but it's $5 you might not have spent if you looked up the rest, but you only see the one statistic. And so people make statistics lie for them all the time, and that's not necessarily what MLB was doing. They're just pointing out a, a fact that he is, in fact, on pace to steal 60 stolen bases. But if you look just at that, you would say to yourself, Esther Ruiz, star. When, in fact, he is not even shouldn't even be a starter in this league. He is a bench bat at best right now. And um, it's not just this. You see it all the time. People pick cherry-picking this stat or that stat to help their narrative. So if you find yourself in this situation, make sure you always do the extra step of extra research so that you, even if it's a $5 card, right? $10 card, whatever it might be, do the extra step of research so you can say, oh, well, you know, okay, he is on pace for 60 stolen bases, but that's quite literally the only thing he does well. And you won't fall into the trap of saying, ah, oh, man, I should get a card of his without doing any extra research. So stay safe out there. Uh, stats, you can make them lie. People do it all the time. All right, thank you everyone for watching today's Daily Slab. If you enjoyed this video, please click that like button and don't forget to hit that subscribe. And I will talk to you tomorrow for the next Daily Slab. See you everyone.